The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party this Saturday. Sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Just as you're getting over your college basketball hangover, it is, of course, time to talk more NFL on the NFL Gambling Podcast. He's Ryan McIntyre. I'm Rod Gomez. Ryan, buddy, long time no see. I know you have had your head down and deep into the college basketball world, so it's good to see you. But first of all, I'm checking in. How are you feeling, bud? How are you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I got new life. Uh, college basketball is over, unfortunately. I mean, we got the Final Four still, but gone are the days of the daily show at midnight eastern if you're on the east coast uh so ready to dive back into where it all started with the nfl gambling podcast and hey man one thing about the nfl that i can guarantee they do not sleep and they do not take any days off this is a 365 day league seven days a week i mean we saw it the covid year whenever when the world stopped the only thing that didn't stop was the nfl because they went right along with free agency and that's what they're doing once again here making all the headlines Here's what's crazy. I remember 15 years ago, maybe, I mean, obviously longer, but I, I think 15 years ago, maybe that it just feels like it felt like the season died and that was it. Like there was a little whispering every once in a while. And, you know, when free agency was just beginning, there was news. Every, but as the years have progressed, it is a living, breathing cycle and it never, ever stops. It just now it's powerhouse and the NFL wants to keep themselves front of mind Every single day, there's got to be something going on, you know, whether it's players tweeting about not wanting to be on their team anymore. And that's another thing that's added a nice little wrinkle into this whole world is that now the players can talk directly to everybody. They don't need any sort of uh, intermediary to, to try to get the word out. They can just talk straight to it. And of course, everybody knows the big news today. We're going to be talking today about some of the moves in free agency, by the way, and uh, and just talk about what the, what that does to the odds. Do we think it's good to jump in now or wait until later to to solidify that? But obviously, there's been some major rumblings going on, and that has caused this show's necessity because, damn it all, Ryan, like you said, it just doesn't stop. No, it really doesn't, and it's kind of it's weird. Like, you mentioned it. Free agency used to be a pretty big thing, but it was like a week long, and then you would get a little bit of hype with the draft, but mock drafts have only increased with the interest there's so much information out there the combine has turned into an event hell uh everybody gathers around to watch the schedule release that'll happen here in a month the nfl has just done such a good job marketing itself and i i feel like they've stolen a little bit of a page from the nba which i'm personally not a fan of how much the players have 
power, but the NFL has stolen a page out of, Hey, I don't want to play here anymore. I want to go here and team up with this player. So it's from a content standpoint, it's created a lot of buzz and it just made the conversation go even more uh, year round. And the fact of the matter is that I, I, well, okay, here's what we haven't seen so far in the NFL is building those super teams. And that, that I will say that that's the difference between of course the NFL and the NBA. I don't know that they, the owners have pockets big enough for a super team. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a team full of superstars. Like if you wanted, I don't know if you wanted to even put together, like, well, I guess the Chiefs are about the closest thing as you can build to a super team. But even they have weaknesses, right? Their, their wide receiving core is not the top of the line anymore. Yeah, I would say the Rams recently, two years ago, was the super version of the super team, as, as you're calling it, where... Uh, they trade for Odell Beckham. They get Jalen Ramsey in a trade. They already have Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, uh, trade for Matt Stafford. But we saw what happens if you have one or two injuries. Your depth is so thin because these NFL rosters aren't like NBA rosters where it's 10, 12 guys. It's, it's a 55-man roster. And, yeah, your 1 through 22 or 1 through 15 might be way better than everybody's. But you're 23 and on your last 30 men that build up the back end of your roster. You have any injury, you're screwed, and that's yeah. what happened with the Rams. Well, and then of course they. Well, I, look, they got guys that they needed, right? They got the like you said, Jalen Ramsey. But meh. I mean, I, I guess as a Niners yeah. fan, you know my my hatred for the Rams runs deep. But <laughs> um, you know, again, yeah, they put together and they bought themselves that championship. But I mean, after that, what can you do? You know, that, that's yeah. all downhill from there. Um, all right, so let's address the big elephant in the room, obviously, about six hours ago uh, as, as we're taping here on a Monday. Lamar Jackson drops a tweet, a thread, as you will, uh, thanking his fans, talking about uh, the love that he's got for everybody because that's what you do when you start out a breakup letter. Listen, it's not you. It's me. I need more. I'm not getting what I need from this relationship. Therefore, I must try to strike out and find my way elsewhere so he is asking the Ravens for a trade I mean honestly Ryan I know this doesn't surprise anybody the writing's been on the wall forever we know that Lamar represents himself so there's really no he doesn't have to ask anybody for permission he's just gonna do what he's gonna do so yeah yeah and you know what that letter reminded me like being a college basketball guy with all these guys entering the transfer portal it felt like Lamar Jackson has entered the transfer portal (laughs) and and to be honest I'm tweeting that right now uh breaking news Lamar Jackson has entered the transfer portal so uh yeah it'll be interesting to see where he lands because I I see like the betting odds favorites you got the Colts up top then you got New England Atlanta Detroit throw Tampa Bay in there with Brady retiring um, I, I see the Jets, Panthers, and then obviously Washington kind of being the top eight teams. A couple interesting fits there. I, where do you where, – A, where do you think he'll land? And B, where do you think – where do you want to see him land? Two well, different questions. I suppose there's that. But here's here's what I want to kind of do because let's talk through the validity of this. I know you listed off these, these things, but I, I kind of want to take a, a look at the validity of what we think. You know, yep. and then maybe we'll come up with a, a consensus by the end of it. Maybe we'll talk each other into a, a team where they think they'll land. But um, you talked about the Colts being the top of the list, right? They're at plus 225 for where Lamar ends next. People seem to think that Sam Ellinger is not going to be the starting guy. Gardner Minshew is not, does not have enough magic to be the, the starter out there. And they, I think even they said so much, right, that they're not going to bring in Gardner in to be the starter. So, I mean – can Lamar do anything with the Colts? That's they seem to be the favorites. They do have a weak quarterback room, but is there room for Lamar? 
Yeah, there's definitely room for Lamar, and you mentioned it. It's also a weak division. I mean, we talked about it all last year. Like, the AFC South was a dumpster fire, and any team that got on a little bit of roll, and it was Jacksonville, and they're by far the clear-cut favorites headed into the next year. Amazing what difference a year can make where Jacksonville is a laughing stock. Now it's like they're like top eight odds to win the Super Bowl just because of Trevor Lawrence and that run they went on. I think, I, yeah, I think he could be a fit um, in Indianapolis. I, I feel like they've had a history now, too, of trying to make the big acquisition in the offseason for these veteran guys, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers. Um, it seems like they just ha- all really haven't worked out. So maybe Lamar's the one where they strike uh, gold here. Well, okay, so he'll have Jonathan Taylor, right? A strong running back, which is yep. exactly what he enjoyed in Baltimore. A good running game. Obviously, it was a triple option there, but I don't know that they turned this Colts offense into a true triple because they've still got Michael Pittman, right, at wide receiver. They've still got a decent amount of, of folks for him to throw to. Um, and so the, I guess the question is, can they make this offense work for a Lamar Jackson? Now, not to say that they're going to turn him loose, right, to be the uh, the running quarterback that he's always been, but I don't know. Is there enough weapons, I suppose, for him? Is it, Or is this just going to be him moving from Baltimore to a Baltimore-esque type of a situation where the supporting cast is not the greatest and he becomes, once again, the biggest threat in that locker room? Yeah, I, I think that the teams are kind of similar in a way. I think, I, well, I think Baltimore's better. I think they have a better defense, um, better tight ends as well, and obviously better coach. We just don't know the coaching situation in, in Indianapolis from an experience standpoint versus Harbaugh, who's an elite coach. I could see it happening in, in Indy. Um, but I also like Chris Ballard. This is just right off the press here in the last hour. Uh, their GM, Chris Ballard, he said any on Lamar Jackson at the owners meeting, anytime a special player is available, which he is, you've got to do your work. I'm not going to go into deep discussions on where we're at with it, but with the special play, special player being there, they will do their work. So it sounds like there's some interest, obviously, from the Colts. You'd be dumb not to be interested. I mean, it's, no it's honestly mm-hmm. one of the hottest names out there right now, and, and you just – I think if you're a quarterback needy team, or even if you're a quarterback wanting team, uh, you'd be dumb to not at least say that you're interested. So I find it very interesting, like I said, to find that the Colts are up here at the top at plus 225. But where I'm very interested, Ryan, is to see this next team on the list is that's New England, the, uh, the New England Patriots at plus yeah. 450 to be the next uh, home for Lamar Jackson. I find this interesting in a couple of different ways. Obviously, you go big on Mac Jones. Right, and you bring him in, and, and you want him to be the f- the future of the franchise. Unfortunately, we've seen mixed mixed results on that. Uh, and then two, the fact that they said a uh, you know uh, was it Meek Mills wanted Lamar over there and and told Robert Kraft as much, and and Robert Kraft was like, well, I think you're going to have to ask Belichick. So, I mean, what does that say for you going to that team? I mean, they're plus four fifty. They're the second out there. Does this even make any sense if it happens at all? I actually think he'd be a really good fit in New England. I think New England's roster is actually similar to Baltimore, and they had they both have really good coaches. Obviously, Belichick's won how many Super Bowls, so he's 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 an easy Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. I think Lamar would bring an element to that offense that they haven't had a guy that can make explosive plays because they we we saw last year with Patricia under the helm, they they just lacked explosive plays. 
And it wasn't all Mac Jones' fault. I mean, Patricia wasn't an offensive coordinator. They got Bill O'Brien back. I think it could be a dynamic rushing attack with Lamar in those backs, Stevenson and Harris. So I actually, if I had to lean where I'd like to see him go, New England would be right at the top for me. It would be very interesting, though, because, you know, they go from Tom Brady all those years. They draft a Mac Jones that, uh, well, actually, didn't they bring Cam Newton, right? They brought Cam Newton in there for a They did have, yep. Yeah, to try. Uh, a little mix up from from Tom, and then of course they they went to the the pocket quarterback in Mac Jones, and now they're going to try to to go to a Lamar Jackson. It's just, um, I I don't know. I still don't know that I see this working in New England for him because they did try to stray away from this Tom Brady esque type of of mentality, right? And, and it didn't work, so they went back to it. Now, granted. Um, he'll have Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, right? He'll have those two guys to throw to, which I think is an upgrade from his receiving core in Baltimore. Uh, look, I know Hollywood Brown was was good back then too, um, but I think those two receivers are a little better. You got Juju Smith-Schuster now. Um, that's going to be good. You got Ramondre Stevenson back there in the backfield. So there's some tools to work there, but I mean, Mac Jones actually looked half decent last year I think if he gets another year under his belt maybe he's a good quarterback um he's still got good tools around him so I don't know how desperate New England would be to bring in Lamar Jackson especially with the salary he's going to be carrying with them he wants to get paid so I guess the question we should be asking Ryan is how many people can actually afford Lamar Jackson yeah and New England we've seen over the years doesn't like to pay people that they kind of let you want to get paid, they let you walk, and it's next man up the Patriot way, as they say. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think I would personally as well like to see Mac Jones uh, back for another year. I think it'd be cool to see Lamar in that offense, but I think that the jury's still out on Mac Jones. I think it's wrong to write off Mac Jones. I think he got dealt an unfair hand with Patricia last year. You bring over a real offensive coordinator in year number three. This is a big year for Mac Jones. If I was New England, I would stay um, with Mac Jones. But, I mean, it it is tempting to add another guy that could bring a different element with Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you right now, it's – it's and I, look, I know because I'm a general manager that's done several hours worth of Madden drafts so and, and free agent <laughs> signing. I mean, I know how this game is played. You know what I'm saying? Like when the, when the top guy comes on the roster, you try to make room for him. Um, I'm just kidding. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not even close, but it feels kind of close, right? I mean, you know, when you see one of those big names pop up on that that free agent thing, you're like, man, who can I cut? Who can I cut to actually sign this guy? So if it happens to us playing a silly video game, then I got to think that these general managers in real life have the same type of temptations that we do. No doubt. Yeah, they, they're... It basically is glorified Madden in a way, the way that the NFL is starting to tra- uh, trend with all these trades and salary caps. So, yeah, no, it's uh, I, every every GM should have should have to play Madden growing up. That should be one of the qualifications. <laughs> <laughs> please, please show me uh, screen grabs of your latest Madden free agency yeah. moves. I want to <laughs> I want to rate your guys. Well, listen, race car drivers spend time in simulators, right? And and uh, folks do wind tunnel tests and all kinds of uh, stuff. So why not kind of sharpen your free agency tools on a, on a thing like Madden when it doesn't mean anything, right? No doubt. Yeah, no, yeah, that, it's qualification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a look at the next uh, team on the list. That's the Falcons at plus 600. Atlanta's got uh, a lot to do uh, to make up for themselves. They do have Tyler Heineke. 
right? Good yeah. Old, oh, yeah. Good old Tyler Heineke's over there. Uh, still, Heineke magic. Heineke magic. Still got Desmond Ritter and uh, AAF great Logan Woodside. But, uh, you know, I, I don't... I know that they want more from their quarterback position. Obviously, Marcus Mariota didn't work out for them, so they're moving on. But I feel like this is not even... I think that the odds are right here for this being a, a, a place where he should go, right? But I don't know that I would take this bet because I don't think that he will go to the Falcons. I don't think there's enough there, even with you know Kyle Pitts being there, even with... Drake London being there, I just don't see this as a landing spot for him, uh, particularly. Although, fit wise, yeah, I feel like this makes more sense, right? Tyler Algier uh, is a fantastic running back that broke out last time. He's got Cordell Patterson who could do just about anything he asks him to do. Like I said, he does have Kyle Pitts, he does have Drake London. Like fit wise, this seems like it'd be good, but I don't know that Lamar wants any piece of Atlanta. Do you? Now I I will say if they get Lamar Jackson I think they're an auto, they're an automatic the division favorite there. We just saw Drew Brees or not Drew Brees, uh, Derek Carr go from Vegas to New Orleans and they went from being in the basement all the way to odds on favorite just because they got a quarterback. You put Lamar in that rush attack system with Arthur Smith. I think I mean we saw what Marcus Mariota did in uh his lone year there in uh Atlanta. He was he was dynamic early in the year. I know um, he has his passing limitations. Lamar's not even close to. He's way better a passer than uh, Marcus Mariota. But I mean, uh, Mariota just in one year pulling up his stats uh, on the ground attack. He, um, yeah, no, he had a f- uh, five ca- five yards of carry, five touchdowns, and five hundred yards for the season. So I mean, he was. He was, he was solid for him there, especially that first half of the year when they were covering all those games. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Lamar Jackson immediately upgrades that offense, like you said, and, and works well, I think, with that running game that they've got and works well with uh, the two, two pass-catching threats, really, in that offense. And that's all he needs. He's proven that all he needs is two solid pass-catching options and a good running game, and, and he's off and running. So... I don't know. Maybe I've talked myself into this whole thing because now, now I'm starting to think that that would be a very uh, interesting situation for him to jump into. Um, but I still don't think he's going to do it. That's that's the only reason that I wouldn't take this bet is I just don't think he would do it, even though it seems to make sense. Yeah, no, I I think we both agree this is a great fit in terms of if and and it puts him right at the division. You're basically a playoff team right right away, just bringing him in there to go with because he he does have big targets. I mean, Cardell Patterson, um, um, Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's got big guys to throw to. So I mean, sorry, not Cardell Patterson, Drake London. Cardell Patterson was there once upon a time. So yeah, no big big targets that he can target down the field. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, it, it just makes sense, but sometimes what makes sense isn't what actually happens in this league for sure. Um, let's take a look at one more, and then we'll take a quick break. The Lions, I guess the shine is off the apple, as we know, on Jared Goff. Everybody thought he was going to be the next coming, but uh, there is the odds for him to go there at plus 650, meaning, I mean, this is this is among the top of the list. This is the fourth down. So odds makers are starting to are are really thinking that the Lions are ready to move on from Jared Goff. I think the public is sort of uh, ready for them to move on from Jared Goff. So I mean, in this situation, 
he he'll be in a in a good running game like we talked about. He'll have some pretty talented receivers, Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds to throw to. Um I don't know. I mean, what are we thinking here for uh for Lamar Jackson in in Detroit? Another interesting one because Detroit has weapons. Um, we saw how good they were that second half of the year. They were as hot as anybody in the NFC. They beat Cream Bay, ended Aaron Rodgers' tenure there. And I, I think if, if Lamar goes to Detroit, I mean, that, that may I say, Super Bowl contender. I mean, they kind of got a little bit of everything with the way that they can run the football already. They got weapons on the outside. And I, we all like Jared Goff, or I, not? We don't all like Jared Goff. We think Jared Goff has done a good job there, considering expectations. But I mean, he would be an instant upgrade from Jared Goff. It's not even close. Yeah, and and again, there's there's very few teams out there. I think where Lamar Jackson would not be an instant upgrade to the quarterback mm-hmm. situation. We're not even talking about that. I mean, and obviously, guys like. Uh, well, even well, we'll talk about the the last team on the list too. But you'll be hard pressed to find a team that it doesn't have Patrick Mahomes, doesn't have uh, uh, any of those other top elite quarterbacks out there uh, that that could actually, or you know, Josh Allen, anybody like that, to let go of them. But by and large, and and Aaron Rodgers, right now that we know he's gone from Green Bay, I didn't see Green Bay on this list. Did you? I, I actually I haven't mm-hmm. looked. <laughs> Uh, no, I did not. But I mean, it goes back to the, uh, the, the odds are already out for the divisions. Detroit's already the favorite. So you add a guy like Lamar's capabilities. I mean, not only are they the favorite in the North, I mean, they maybe are challenging the Eagles and the Niners in the NFC. Oof, that would be uh, okay. Let's keep him out of the NFC. Shall we? Uh, I, I would rather just see him in the AFC and, and call it good. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, Ryan, let's step away real quick. For a break, we'll come back and we'll take a look at some of these other odds and uh, and talk about some landing spots for Lamar Jackson. These are good bets to place right now because, uh, you know, it, it'll be fun to speculate six hours after he made <laughs> this announcement. So we'll talk more about it on the other side of the break. Um, I- but let's tell you about, let's push the right button this time, uh, shall we? There you go. It's been a while since I've uh, been on that bed. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Let's tell you about WinBet. WinBet's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today. You get a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited state availability and of course for our dgens only out there if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you get a one thousand dollar free credit so much to choose from and all you got to do is head over to winbet.com or download the winbet app offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present the state will play through winbet is available if you're somebody who has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 you're looking to hang out with sean and ryan at stadium swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world course you are you can win a three night stay at circa las vegas to hang with the guys contest is completely free to enter just go to sports gambling podcast.com slash golf party and if you don't win the contest you can still get a discount on a room using promo code sgp15 
The Final Four Watch Party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and so much more happening. Subscribe now, youtube.com slash podcast, and tune in on Saturday. All right, we keep going down this list for Lamar Jackson landing possibilities. Again, odds are out. Go look around for them because uh, I know that there's probably going to be updates as things happen because this is going to be a living, breathing situation. As we said, it just happened six hours ago for Lamar Jackson to drop it, and already there's odds on where he's going to land. Next on this list, though, is Tampa Bay, plus 800 for him to land there. Very interesting situation, right? You lose Tom Brady, maybe. Uh, and <laughs> Lamar Jackson is lurking out there. Are you ready to replace one Hall of Famer with a potential future Hall of Famer in Lamar Jackson? I mean, not to oversell him, but... Yeah, I mean, he's got an MVP, but and if he stays healthy, he definitely will have a shot one day to make the Hall. I And we... Uh, I don't think we've talked about that either. I would say the biggest concern with Lamar Jackson is can he stay healthy going forward? Because we've seen him back-to-back years now miss games. And I, I this kind of happened with Cam Newton where Cam Newton was absolutely fantastic in the early stages of his career. But once he got to that point where his body just kept failing him and failing him with that style of play where it, it, it's not even so much the style of play where you just are – where you're reckless, it's it's just that it's you don't know any better. You think you're invincible. You think you can take on middle linebackers, uh, make them miss, and they 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 don't miss like they used to, or they miss in college and or your rookie year just because you're not as fast as uh, you were your rookie in second year. So I think that's the biggest concern with Lamar is you are getting the injury risk because he's missed so many games in the past couple of years. But uh, yeah, I mean Tampa Bay, another team. You put them right in there, plug and play. They like to run the football as well with Todd Bowles. And, uh, yeah, I think this is another team that maybe, I mean, would, would, would go right to the top of the NFC South once again. That juke button doesn't work nearly as much when you're uh, in year 12 of your Madden Dynasty League than it does the the first couple, of right? So, uh, okay, that's my last Madden reference. I'm sorry, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> uh, but, well, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield's down there now. Yes, he is. And that's what I, exactly what I was going to say. I mean – if you were an NFL GM and you had Baker Mayfield on your roster and all of a sudden Lamar Jackson came up, but here's the thing, you paid for Baker Mayfield. You didn't pay a ton for Baker Mayfield, but yeah. you paid for Baker Mayfield. So now, you know, it's almost like you go to the store and you buy yourself uh, your new iPhone and then 10 minutes later, the newer iPhone comes out on the shelf and you're sitting there with your new iPhone, which is great, but the newer one just came out. And so now what do you do? Because you want the newer one. But you just paid for the other one, so you're in a dilemma here. What do you? I mean, what do you do? I yeah, I, I they're not in the same class. I mean, Baker, he was exciting for a couple games here down the stretch, but there was a reason why Carolina cut him. Uh, uh, Cleveland was willing to move on from him. He's he's uh, he's up and down. He, he he can be exciting. He's emotional. He wears his emotions on his sleeves. But, I mean, if you got a chance to upgrade from Baker Mayfield to Lamar Jackson, I, I think that's a no-brainer, especially because they still have pieces there to win now. Um, 
clearly they ran out of gas down the stretch with with all the injuries. But you put Lamar in there, I think they're right there to overtake New Orleans for the division again. Yeah, but again, I don't I don't know that Lamar is going to be able to go there. I really I don't see it happening. And I'm not saying that you know you could compare Baker Mayfield like an iPhone to an iPhone, but I'm just saying from a pocketbook standpoint, right? You just paid for something. The new thing came out. Do you have enough money to pay for the brand new thing? I mean, these NFL franchises have seemingly deep pockets, but uh, by the same token, if you pay Lamar, you've still got big superstars over there in Tampa. You know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, you still got guys that you still got to pay. So, you know, is that going to be able to to happen? And then, of course, on the defensive side too, you've got all these these high priced defenders. So, yeah, I think it's a tough sell. Um, Bucks, I think, are priced right here at plus eight hundred for that. Like I said, it just be it just be tough. I think to bring him over there. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you there. Plus, I think <laughs> I think Tom Brady's coming back. That dude, he keeps he keeps saying, "Oh, it's hard to take care of a cat." Yeah. yeah, right. It's yeah. like whatever, man. Get out of here. Either go away or don't. <laughs> I, I'm tired of this. Quit Brett farving us. Um, oh yeah. All right, the Jets at plus nine hundred next on this list. I, I don't know how the Jets made this list. I kind of don't. But, uh, you know, they want to keep him, I suppose, uh, close in the a- – I said go to the AFC. I don't care. That's fine by me. Um, but, you know, listen, <laughs> I don't – I know the official announcement hasn't been made, right? I know Aaron Rodgers says he wants to go and, and has alluded that he wants to, to make a, a run and maybe go to the Jets. But if you're the Jets, do you want Aaron Rodgers? Do you want Lamar Jackson? Which one do you want? Me personally, I want Aaron Rodgers. I, I think he's better and I, he's more more reliable with his health. I th- also think th- this odds, maybe they're saying in case there is a scenario where Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets somehow, but it seems like those two are destined to be partners here this upcoming year. They both said they want each other. It's just about negotiating this compensation headed into the draft. So I don't think this one's realistic, and I definitely would not bet on it. Yeah, I certainly would not either. I mean, right now you've got Zach Wilson and the Canadian Football League standout Chris Streveler uh, on your mm-hmm. roster. I mean, Streveler's a good quarterback in and of its own right, uh, but definitely not somebody that you're going to say he's a starter. And then Zach Wilson, he was a starter, and they did okay with him, and then they didn't do okay with him, and then... I could see where they want the consistency of a star quarterback. The fact that they've been courting Aaron Rodgers, if I can, if I can uh, allude to the meme where the guy's with his girlfriend and then looking at another girl, that would probably be what I would use for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right there, Jets are holding hands with Aaron Rodgers and eyeballing Lamar Jackson off the other side. Uh, I don't, I don't think that you know they'll they'll end up together. I think he'll stay with his his dance partner and and keep moving into the future. Completely agree. Yeah, I think this is just a throw throw it out there, see see what kind of traction you can get. Yeah, and I can see why people would want to take that bet. It, it does feel like any of these teams, right, it feels like they could be a, a fit for Lamar Jackson if you stretch hard enough. So I, I can understand why they're throwing these out there. Um, next, oh, what's up? Uh, we got we got oh. we got a comment in the chat, Nick. Uh, no, Matt Ryan is not going to Washington. Get that out of here. That's fake news. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know that 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 even wants to be. Ha- oh, oh, no, he's he's busting my chops. No, I know Nick. Nick tends to do <laughs> he that. He could be the quarterbacks coach, <laughs> Matt Ryan. Uh, the Colts are happy to probably see him depart as well. 
Uh, all right, next on this list is the Carolina Panthers. They're at plus 1,000, 10 to 1 for Lamar to end up in uh, in Cam Newton's old backyard. They got the red rifle, Andy Dalton, right there uh, as their quarterback right now. So, obviously an upgrade. I mean, this is not even a question as far as an upgrade is concerned. Um, he's good. They got now Adam Thielen uh, in that in that receiving core. Plus, they've still got Miles, or they've got Miles Sanders now. It's their running back. So, and and Chuba Hubbard, which is you know a, a fantastic running back in his overright. So I guess the question is, does this fit, and and how much of a fit is it? I don't see this one either because they have the first pick with uh, the trade with the Bears, so they're going to take. It sounds like Shroud, but they could go, I guess, Young, or if they wanted to make a reach they could go another option but it seems like they're definitely going quarterback at the number one position and I think that you bring in a guy like Andy Dalton that's a proven veteran solid backup to mentor him be a professional got good running game Frank Reich there I throw this one out as well I would not bet this yep there's no way I think that this is is happening um and and look they're building for their rookie quarterback that's exactly yep. what you see them doing uh, giving them a good running back in Miles Sanders, giving him that, like you said, that good stopgap in Andy Dalton that can start the season and slowly work his way out of the game plan as as one would want him to do uh, to, to give way to their new rookie quarterback. And what we thought Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be with Trey Lance, right? They were going to give Trey Lance the slow leash in with Jimmy Garoppolo being that sturdy veteran quarterback that can get it done Um only jokes on them. Jimmy Garoppolo carried it until uh, he didn't, and then Brock Purdy came in. But um, that's neither here nor there. So yeah, I wouldn't take this either, even at ten to one. Um, it seems tempting, and it seems like it could. If you made a case for it, it, no one would tell you you're wrong, which is probably why they're on the list. But um, yep. all right, next up on this list at ten to one as well, your Washington Commanders. I will I will secede the floor to you to tell me why this won't happen. <laughs> Yeah, I so uh, we're recording this literally while NFL Live's going on. So, like, getting some breaking news out of that. Washington's out and the Jets are out. Washington said they're going to proceed as talented as Lamar Jackson is. Um, they're going to proceed with Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. Kind of similar situation, it sounds like, in Carolina. You bring Brissett in to maybe be the backup mentor. Or maybe if they just don't think Sam Howell's the guy, they just roll with Brissett and have Sam Howell be the Taylor Heineke role. The Jets are saying, uh, uh, Douglas said, his, his quote is, uh, it'd be dis, um, dishonest to go down this road with uh, what they've already done with uh, Aaron Rodgers, so throw them out. As much as I think he'd be a good fit for Washington with already a good running game and those weapons, not going to happen. Um, they're going to roll the dice with uh, Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. Hey, you know what? It makes me feel good, though, those two scenarios in that we handicapped it exactly perfectly, right? The Jets yep. being out, yep, yep. And, and the Commanders yep. being out. Good good on us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> we, beat, we, we beat the breaking news. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it, I think uh, I think kind of the names at the top that we kind of saw the fit are the more realistic fits and, and, and more likely scenarios. And then John Harbaugh's already uh, just said he thinks that Lamar will be back. So maybe the Ravens take a look if, uh, if there's some odds on the Ravens, him just going back, you know, there's not any, but uh, there should be. So if there you're, be. if you're a book out there and you're listening, you need to put the Ravens back out there uh, as one of the landing spots. What do you think the Ravens should be listed as? Plus 100, 50, 50. 
I don't know Might because well. because it feels like if that goodbye letter was a goodbye letter. If anything, I would probably say closer to three to one. Maybe three to one. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't put it outrageous, but I also wouldn't I also wouldn't I would put them ahead of the Colts or you know what I'm saying like in between the Colts and the Patriots. I think because I think there's a better shot of him leaving than staying. But I also I don't know if I was a book I, I don't I wouldn't want to lose a ton of money. <laughs> putting them at the 10 to 1 cuz most of these guys are 10 to 1 now you know when you're starting to go into these these last few i don't think going yeah. back would be 10 to 1 because if he does go back then you're screwed cuz everybody's laying 10 to 1 on him staying with the the ravens yeah yeah no doubt and i mean if they put 10 to 1 with the ravens i would hammer that cuz i i think there's a chance that they the ravens are like hey we're not getting the compensation we want back you're playing for us yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean they've got they're got a consideration too, right? In in yep. whether he goes or not. So, yeah, I guess there's a, a a good chance that he does go out there and and leaves or stays rather. Um. All right. Well, if he doesn't, then another ten to one team is the Tennessee Titans. Could you imagine Lamar Jackson with the King Derrick Henry? Oh Lord. I actually like this one. Because Tannehill hasn't really gotten the job done well enough. I know he's been solid, but you had a dynamic run threat with Derrick Henry, Mike Vrabel, that smash mouth style of football, that defense. This one actually would be worth a long shot stab, I think. Well, and look, he's got Traylon Burks to throw to. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akine has been a fantastic receiver when he's been able to give him the chance. I mean, and this is a run first team. Right, this is exactly what he's leaving behind is a run first team, and and to have two good wide receivers still that he can throw to, which we've said before, all he needs is two good wide receivers, and he's got a kick ass tight end right now in uh, in Chig Okwano. Like, dude, he's set if he goes to Tennessee, and that team is is I, I don't want to say a quarterback away because I do like Ryan Tannehill. I think he's he's a good quarterback. He's proven that he's been a solid quarterback. But for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to get Tennessee above the hump. You put Lamar Jackson in, I feel like they're going above the hump. I agree. I actually, this might be my favorite landing spot. They, if I had to choose where I want to see him go, it would probably be Tennessee. Because I think him and the King would be a fun one-two punch. Oh, God, are you kidding me? I mean, could you yeah. imagine, like, play-action fakes? You honestly don't know what's going to happen. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously we know Derek's going to get his, but that that fifth time that one out of five time he pulls it down you're toast man because that's Lamar Jackson running at you uh, instead of Derrick Henry which you've been lining up for yeah it just gives him another guy for explosive plays which they've lacked and that's kind of why they petered out in the playoffs early well when Lamar or when uh, D- uh Derrick uh, Derek Henry Derrick I was gonna say Hunt Lamar I don't know when Derrick Henry is carrying the ball 600 times a, a season like, yeah, you want a little bit of let up and, and somebody to, to lessen that threat. And, yeah, I, I tell you, if, if uh, Lamar and, and Henry get paired together, watch out AFC South. I mean, now, now you've got a threat to, uh, to Jacksonville in that, uh, in that division, right? 100%. So, uh, all right, let's move on and talk about the next one on the list. That is the Packers. We sort of touched on this earlier. Aaron Rodgers still has not officially announced that he's moving on. He wants to, all intents, all all signs point to him doing so and going to the Jets. Um, obviously, that official announcement has made that leaves Jordan Love, and we know that Green Bay they love Jordan Love, but do they love Jordan Love enough to not try to dip their toes in the water 
for uh, for Lamar Jackson. Obviously, we know Alan Lazard is gone uh, from that, but they still have Aaron Jones. They still got AJ Dillon. Uh, they still got Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Like they still got solid receivers, solid running backs. Uh, you know, but if they get Lamar Jackson, I think that'd be a pretty good fit. I don't know that they're going to, but I, I think they would. The, the the Packers are interesting because I'm assuming with the compensation that will come back for Aaron Rodgers, there will be a quarterback, maybe Zach Wilson. So maybe Zach Wilson gets uh, competes with Jordan Love for the job there, or or maybe Mike White. I don't know. I don't know what the plans are there. I would probably say I don't like this one as much just because I think the Packers want to go the young route. They they seem all in on rebuilding from from everything I read about. They they've they've had their run with Favre and Rodgers and they just want to build with the young quarterback. So I I mean it makes sense from a fit standpoint, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, think how long that they've had quarterbacks you know they they know. were they've been spoiled in in the sense that the Niners were spoiled back in the day too I mean they went from Montana to Young and then even to like Garcia and then Kaepernick did his thing I mean there was a nice solid string of quarterbacks that were you know top-notch quarterbacks and so you kind of get used to that and when you have to rebuild well, we just saw exactly what happened when you have to rebuild you know Alex Smith was supposed to be that guy for the Niners and you know, he, he wasn't necessarily what up to par. So you kind of take your chances. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think this long stretch of, of good veteran quarterbacks for, for Green Bay, I think they want to build that again. Uh, and they did it with Rodgers. I mean, they, they had a chance to get him young, right, and, and pull him in. Um, now, unfortunately, whoever the next, whether it's young or uh, Jordan Love, whether it's uh, Zach Wilson, they don't won't have the, the luxury of having a, a quarterback to sort of bring them along like Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre, but I don't know. We'll see. And yeah, I, again, Lamar Jackson, as much as I love the talent, as much as I love it, you're right in injury, first of all. And second of all, how much longer is he going to play uh, in this league? He's got, we've seen people play for years and years and years and years and years, but, you know, obviously the toll he's taking on his body, he may not be another 10-year quarterback, you know? Do you want to mortgage your future for four or five seasons? Yeah, I think that's the big thing with Lamar that we touched on already is the health. So it's, I, I, I think Green Bay is going to go the young route. I, I think uh, I, I see San Francisco on here as well. I don't see that happen. They already have so many wet or options in that room. They're going to go with one of those uh, second year quarterbacks, or I guess Trey Lance is actually in his third year now. So I, I think it, it, it's going to be Purdy or or, uh, or Trey Lance. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Well, I mean, we'll get to them in a second. I think you're yeah. right, right on the nose on that one. So um, let's take a quick break, though, and, and break down the last few that we've got for where Lamar Jackson's going to land. Let's talk about Underdog Fantasy. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness college pick em. It's a great way to get on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over now to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, I know that you had talked about the Niners, but let's let's talk about first the the Dolphins that are next on this list. We'll get to the Niners in a second. Dolphins also ten to one. 
Ryan, this is one where I don't know why they put this on the list. I, I almost don't know if anybody is going to take this. I know, I know that people are frustrated with Tua. I understand that, you know, there's, there's much angst out there in Dolphins land and, and in NFL world in general about Tua and, and the potential for him to be exactly what a Lamar Jackson would be right off the bat. But don't you feel like this would be the season to make that decision? Like, this is, this, this is the season where the Dolphins would say to themselves, we will stick with Tua or we will move on from him. There's no reason to bring uh, a Lamar Jackson in the mix in a year where you have to determine whether or not this guy that you picked up is going to be the future of your franchise. I I know that uh, Lamar is from South Beach, and it's always been rumored that he would end up there, but I don't see it. I think he's going to end up. They like Tua. Uh, Mike McDaniel said it over and over how much he likes Tua. He competes. I know the injury history there is a concern as well. If they were going to go off Tua, I think it would only be if Tom Brady came out of retirement. So that would be the only name from a veteran quarterback standpoint where they give Tom Brady equity in the ownership, and he's a kind of like a player coach or not player, a management coach, kind of like Michael Jordan was at the end of his career. That. And again, if I think they were, if I thought they were going to move off of Tua early on, they would have had shown way more interest in Aaron Rodgers in, in the early part of when Aaron Rodgers was starting to, to kick around. I know that the name was floated out there, right. And, and it was almost like Aaron Rodgers to Miami. And you started to hear that uh, in the air. And then of course, when Tom Brady started to put his name out there for Miami, then it was like, well, sorry, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> it looks like Tom Brady's laying his claim to this. But again, I think they would have been more active in trying to bring either one of those guys to Miami. Uh, and, and now that Lamar Jackson is a thing, I think they've already sort of made their decision on they're going to stick with Tua, and and this is an open and shut case. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, it, this has been rumored forever. This isn't going to happen. It, like they're not going to, they're not going to move on from Tua to go to Lamar. I don't see this happening at all. Yeah. Even though people do want this to happen. Yeah. There's a better 10 to one. If you're going to lay it, there's a, the better chance would be Tennessee. That would be my, my 10 to yep. one. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So easily. Uh, all right. Last on this list is the San Francisco 49ers. And you talked about it just a second ago before we hit the break. Uh, as far as they're concerned, they have had a seemingly, I don't even know how, they've hit the hot springs of, of quarterbacks over the last couple of seasons where, you know, look, as much as you want to dog Jimmy Garoppolo, all he's ever done is win for them. Like, that's, you know, it's just what he's done. He started out his career winning for the, the San Francisco 49ers, and he continued to have a winning record as the Niners quarterback. I, I know that it wasn't enough to get them the Super Bowl, I know that it wasn't enough to get them to the Super Bowl a couple of seasons ago. Uh, but, you know, look, with Brock Purdy now in the wings and still Trey Lance there, right, and now Sam Darnold is there for some reason or another. I, I guess he's going to be there to lend emotional support and maybe serve Gatorade to Brock Purdy when Brock Purdy come back. But, look, Lynch has gone even on to say that Brock Purdy has done enough. He, he is the, the spark plug in the locker room. His leadership skills are not questioned. Are not questioned, and and if he were to take the snap, he would take the first snap going into that season. I did see that quote from from Lynch uh, just today, as a matter of fact. So I don't even at fifteen to one. This is definitely not a bet I would make to have Lamar Jackson in because here's the thing. I know it's a Shanahan to a Shanahan. First of all, that'd be one thing, 
But I, yeah. I don't think that the compensation would be enough. And I just don't think that we want a quarterback. I say we because obviously I'm a Niner fan. But I don't think that the San Francisco wants a quarterback with another record of injury. We've lived through this already. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo get hurt two seasons now in a row. Granted, it led to the rise of Brock Purdy, and that's fantastic. But don't want that heartbreak anymore. Like, we want somebody that's going to be able to stay healthy. Now Brock Purdy got hurt, too. So that sucks as well. And Trey Lance got hurt. So I don't know. I don't know. if In a, in a room, in a quarterback room, where we know someone's going to get injured, like, I don't want another injury-prone person to be that person. <laughs> yeah, and I, I jumped the gun on this one because I, I moved right into the Niners because they were next on the list, but it, they've got the two young guys already, and they got Darnold. So it's like, that room's already full. This isn't going to happen either. Although, hey, if you if you did get them, it would be exciting. I'm telling you, it's it would be something. I'll tell you that much yeah. right now. I, I, I feel like him, Debo... Right, uh, and and Christian McCaffrey would be a powerhouse for for some years to come. Um, I, I mean, I, look, I wouldn't hate it. I'll tell you that much right now. I would definitely would not hate it, but I also don't know that I think it's it's the right kind of fit, especially given the fact that, like I said, we've had quarterbacks get injured before. Don't want it to happen again, especially when we know two seasons in a row. That's why Jimmy Garoppolo lost the shine. That's why it was all Trey Lance, you know. And then when Trey Lance got hurt. It was back to Garoppolo. We were like, okay, when's this going to happen? And it happened, and then Brock Purdy came up. So, you know, I know what the Raiders are getting. Hopefully they love what they're getting. Uh, I know Las Vegas loves that they're getting Jimmy. The city itself, they're rolling out the red carpet for that guy and then some. I know. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing him out there. It's going to be fun. Well, he's got a got a pretty enough face for it. I'll tell you that much right now to be the fra- the fra- the face of that franchise. Um, all right, Ryan, was there anybody any other team on this list that that made sense to you that was or not on this list anyways that that made sense to you that should be on this list? No, I think we covered it all. I mean, we, we there's only so many uh, realistic options and we kind of ran through why it would fit or if there is a possibility do we want to give some predictions out on uh, where we think he could go? Uh, listen, I think I predictions. I think I'd really talk myself into Tennessee. I almost feel like that was the the best fit. I agreed. I I, I like the Tennessee one at ten to one, especially with those long odds. That was my favorite. If I if I had to go another route, it'd be Atlanta. So I would go Tennessee. If you want to bet this, I would go um, Atlanta. What, what what do we say? Six to one. Yeah, Atlanta, uh, the Falcons, yeah, 6-1. to one. Yep. 6-1, to one, and then we both really like Tennessee as a 10-to-1 long shot, so that's who, that's who we're on. Yeah, I would definitely take Tennessee, 10-to-1 long shot. Uh, and then if you can find, if the books do add, uh, just sticking around in Baltimore, I would take that yeah. too as a good little hedge uh, just to stay there. But yeah, I mean, 10-to-1 for Tennessee. Listen, I feel like that would be the 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 place I would want to go. Because listen, I love Tennessee as as a city as well. I love I love uh, I mean as a as a state. I love Nashville. Yeah, as a city, um, that's a nice little area. I was out there for a good long time as part of the army. But yeah, I do love that area. I think Lamar would have a good time out there. And uh, yeah, I think he'd be a good fit in that Tennessee uh, um, offense. So, uh, any other news, notes, big happenings from? From the last, uh, I don't know, few hours as we've been talking? <laughs> no, not so much. I mean, it, it kind of the NFL, it's the owner's uh, meeting week, and all the coaches are out there in Indianapolis. 
But, I mean, everything is revolving around Lamar Jackson, so everybody wants to see where he's going to go. And once he once he figures out where he wants to go, uh, I think that's going to be the big domino. And then, obviously, the other looming story is what, when and if. Uh, it sounds like not so much if, but when will Aaron Rodgers become a New York Jet? Yeah, that's that's also one that we have to monitor. But you're right. I mean, Lamar just, just sucked all the oxygen out of the – out of the news and notes world of, of today, the whole speculation, you know, this is one of those stories that sports center is going to be running with all day long. So um, we had to jump in and give our thoughts too, because they'll be talking about the impl- implications of, of uh, just the teams in general. We had to give you the betting implications. Duh. That's exactly what we're here for is to tell you exactly what this means to your pocketbook. So um, keep an eye on that for sure. This will be a living, breathing story. What What is the compensation, Ryan? What I mean, uh, breakdown, do we know exactly what the teams have to get for a Lamar Jackson uh, if they were to, to sign him? Uh, I haven't really seen as much what it's going to take. I, I would imagine multiple ones um, just because, I mean, the guy was an MVP candidate a couple years ago. We've seen past years where um, Stafford, I think it was a one and a three. And it seems like a quarterback at that level, maybe not multiple ones, but maybe a one and a two or at minimal one and a three. I, I think closer to a one and a two. Um, maybe the Ravens are able to flex two ones out of this, maybe one this year and then a future one. I mean, that would probably be about where he's at. I mean, there's a uh, at least a first round or two, two. Yeah, I think that's exactly where they're at if they want to uh, if they want to get Lamar Jackson. So. You got to be ready to pay at least what was it 30 34 million somewhere in that vicinity probably 35 Yeah and you got to pay him that's the other element yeah. to it so you got to give up some draft capital you may have to give up a uh starting player too and, and a some of your draft capital so it's not going to be a cheap thing to acquire a talent like uh, Lamar Jackson Nope you are going to be paying and paying for a couple of years for him so you got to make sure that you've got what it takes which is why I think Tennessee is a perfect shot for it uh, they have the the pos- and that, uh, aren't they re- restructuring their not restructuring but re um, building up their their stadium as well uh, refurbishing. Yeah, they're building a new one. They're building yep. a new one. So want to talk about a perfect time to bring in uh, a star like Lamar Jackson? There it is. Uh, all right. Well, Ryan, I feel like we've thoroughly uh, gone over this and and uh, broke down all of the stipulations and all of the uh, the predictions of of where Lamar Jackson is going to land. Uh, now I just want to see this play out. Same. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm tired of talking about it. I want to see where he goes, talk about how it fits, how it impacts division races, conference races, Super Bowl odds. Yep, and that's what we'll be doing as soon as that happens. Boy, I can't. Once these last couple of dominoes fall between Aaron and Lamar, we are going to be hot and heavy on the odds trail. I know the show coming up has got win totals. Uh, the the channel itself has got some win totals. I know Scott and uh and Terrell are going to be talking about some win totals coming up soon. Um, just keep it locked here, man. We're going to be rolling uh, heavy for the next few weeks as we roll through free agency in the draft, breaking down odds, getting you ready for the NFL season coming up, man. I- I'm excited. No, me too, man. And uh, we'll get J-Mark back in the mix as well. He's he's grinding out some XFL, so you'll get all the familiar faces on the NFL coming at you. This is a year-round pod, just like the NFL, so... Draft will be here before you know it. Schedule will be here. And then before you know it, will be training camp and we'll be kicking off the ball again in September. I can't even believe it. It just feels like yesterday again. Like uh, I switched from NFL to NASCAR mode and 
Now we're getting back in the NFL again, talking more NFL. It, it just never ends. Indeed, man. <laughs> Indeed. It's it's the be- it's the best league. Well, I mean, yes, but you yeah. know, I'm just saying. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, it's no. like trying to ask me to pick between my kids. I'll tell you I love yeah. it, but then I'll turn around and tell you I love the other one too. So, you know. It's the king of kings is what we'll say. There I'll go with you. All yeah. right, Ryan, let's wrap this up. Why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep, everybody watching YouTube right now, right there at Moneyline underscore Mac. Give me a follow. Uh, also on the college basketball experience, got some things working here in the off season, so it's gonna be a fun time. Got a new pod dropping here in the summer, so stay tuned. Uh, I'm not gonna give it away yet what it is, and then uh, yeah, hop in the Discord, man. We're all in there. It's uh, college basketball is over, NBA playoffs are coming up. Go give those guys a follow, and then NFL. We'll talk year round as well. Indeed. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Now I'm anxious to see what Ryan's up to. Maybe I'll find out after the after we end the broadcast. But follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it is here, whether it is the sports book, uh, whether it's in between media. Talking NASCAR, everybody. This is what we do on a day-to-day basis. Me and Cody talking NASCAR. Uh, catch us over there. Cashed uh, three outrights this weekend. That was a lot of fun. So make sure you're joining us over there. Join our NASCAR Discord. NASCAR Discord. Have some fun with us as well. That'll do it. We talked about Lamar Jackson. Talked about some odds. We'll get back on this channel over the next course of the week and and talk some more with you. We'll see you next time. Let it ride.